Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we of course want to give a thanks to uh, those who help us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen. Thanks to our good friends at Smoke and Jay's uh, Barbecue. And while this is not yet the shout-out segment, it's worth noting a very special shout-out uh, here in the sponsor segment. To Smoke and Jay's, Brock is celebrating his birthday as we record this. So happy birthday to Brock! Uh, follow at Smokin underscore Jay's J A Y S B B Q on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, check out what they've got going on there in the Maslin, Ohio area. And also an update for you: it looks like we will be having Smoke and Jay's uh, at Hell on Earth uh, at the end of the month. So excellent, exciting. Fun news there, as we always enjoy them getting into the fold. And, of course, thanks to the merger between Smartmark Video and Independent Wrestling TV, watching AIW has never been easier. You go to smartmarkvideo.com, and you can purchase any DVD, uh, basically anything that's ever been recorded, for the most part, by uh, the Smartmark team, uh, which is the majority of AIW shows in its entire history. Uh... Available at smartmarkvideo.com for purchase on DVD or MP4. And if you love streaming and just all sorts of content at your fingertips, then IWTV is for you. It's a $9.99 per month subscription. Use the code ABSOLUTE so they know that we sent you. And you can watch not only all sorts, an abundance of AIW content, but so many other independent wrestling promotions as well, countless hours of independent wrestling over at IWTV. And, uh, you know, with that, we, we, we roll into this week's episode. Uh, as always, AIW owner John Thorne is here. Doing some business. I'm multitasking. Multitasking, which is fine. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And uh, this week, John Thorne wisened up, did not send the podcast link in the the group chat so uh i don't believe that we'll have any special drop-ins this week as we get to talking and chatting about things and you know while john handles more business uh let's start with the shout out segment and the very first shout out i'm going to give you is part of the business that john is handling right now booking flights because we've got a special guest uh, if you haven't seen it yet on the AIW social media, A, why aren't you following at AI Wrestling on everything on social media? But shout out to JE double F, J A double R E double T, Jeff Jarrett coming back to Cleveland, coming back to AIW. He will be there at Hell on Earth, a very special meet and greet. Uh, it'll be fun and exciting to have him. Back uh, in the fold here at AIW, we haven't seen him since Mount Carmel, of course, and uh, so we will see him at the end of the month. And from from one, yo, go ahead, John Thorne. Oh, I was just saying, I I, I was just buying his flight actually right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I was doing. I mean, this this came together. Uh, well, I mean, I've been working on it for a while, but it it finally came together pretty quickly today. This earlier this afternoon, so. Had to get the graphic and all that stuff ready and uh, get the flight and then work out. Uh, you know, he has uh, somewhere to be on Saturday, so work out all that business stuff with the uh, uh, the other promoter. 
and uh, get that all squared away. So yeah, Double J is uh, is coming to town. I, I was uh, for uh, those that attended my panel at the Great Lakes Geek Fest, which not many of you, <laughs> I assure you, uh, <laughs> did. Um, but for those who uh, who did, I, I had said that I was hoping to find one last piece of the puzzle for Hell on Earth before I really started ironing out a card, and I really wanted. Uh, a big meet and greet. I had been trying, you know, several different things and, uh, you know, <coughs> nothing was coming together. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've kept in contact with old double J throughout the years. And, uh, you know, I, his podcast is extremely popular right now. And I, I just said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot double J, uh, a text, a text and see what happens. And, uh, he called me. We had a couple phone calls. I did try to get him to wrestle, but uh, I don't think that's I don't think that's on the docket just yet, you know. But uh, I was twisting his arm a little bit, so maybe uh, the bug is in his ear, uh, so to speak. But I don't think he's going to pull the trigger on that uh, in uh, four weeks or whatever we are <laughs> from <laughs> hell on earth. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I think that this is uh, you know the last piece of the puzzle. As far as, you know, big attractions are concerned, um, you know, we have a little bit of everything. Matt Cardona, Psycho Clown, PCO, and now Double J. Um, I want this show to be big. You know, I've been saying it uh, for a long time. And uh, the way things are going, uh, you know, it, it certainly is on its way. I hope this Double J announcement uh, puts it over the top. And then, you know, of course, uh, the card, you know, you know, I think will certainly uh, be very enticing. I, I've been I've been working pretty hard on this show. So um, all premium ticketing and seating is sold out already, which is a great sign so far out. Wow. Um, yeah, that's great. Shout all, out to you, the fans. Yeah. Uh, three rows completely sold out. Uh, so we have general admission tickets available i will say that we got a decent amount of chairs coming you know so we will have more chairs beyond what the three rows are available but those are going to be first come first serve uh so at this point you have to assume your general mission ticket is a standing room only ticket if you want to bring a, a camping chair or something i mean you know i'm not gonna we're not gonna stop you if you bring your own chair uh, but, uh, yeah, you, you have to assume at this point, the general mission ticket will be a standing room only tickets, uh, because those, I don't know, hundred or 200 extra chairs we have coming, I feel are going to go quickly. So I'm not promising a seat with a general mission ticket. I mean, I just think it's the safest way to go. Yeah. That's a, it's a good bet to not make that promise. Uh, from what, from one legend to the next, Shout out to Mick Foley this week. So this this Sunday, this Sunday, Mick Foley's show at Hilarities. Uh, yours truly gets to open up for him, do some jokes, and uh, head of Mick, jo Mick Foley telling uh, jokes and, and storytelling. So that'll be exciting. Go to Hilarities.com. Still got tickets on sale, and they are going to do a meet and greet. I don't have the number for you, uh, but that will be there. So that's very exciting. 
Uh, I think it is on. It's on the Hilarities website. Is it on the website a, now? Okay, it wasn't last time we had checked, but that I was. I think already. it was. Uh, I think it's a special ticket that you can purchase, from what I understand. An additional um, ticket. And uh, he is Mick is also going to be at Time Capsule Toys this Friday in Girard, Ohio. Um, those <laughs> those prices are are posted uh, on the Time Capsule Toys uh, social media accounts. I believe it is forty dollars. Let me uh, let me take a look real quick because I know that they had uh, been promoting that rather heavily here so uh let me see well while you look that up shout out to uh we stanko on on uh on twitter old wesley uh our follower he follows uh, aiw follows me he is from canada from british columbia he's listened to every single AIW uh, podcast episode of the card is going to change from Vancouver, BC. And uh, he's listened to all of them, still listens every single time we release one. So, hey, Wesley, we we appreciate you, man. Uh, Don't know that we're running any shows in Canada, but if you ever get here to the States. Here we go. So, I I, and I assume this is probably going to be on par with hilarities. so this Friday at Time Capsule Toys from 6 to 9 p.m., uh, 52 West Liberty Street, Girard, Ohio. Autographs are 40 apiece. A selfie is 40 and a combo is 60. So those are the prices for the McFoley meet and greet at Time Capsule Toys. <coughs> I assume it will be similar pricing uh, at Hilarities on Sunday. Uh, so two, two great opportunities to meet Mick Foley. And this is kind of, uh, worked out in our favor because Mick Foley was like the number one draft pick for that hell on earth appearance. You know what I mean? And I had talked to Mick and now I'm glad that it didn't work out because he's doing all this stuff in the area, uh, you know, a few weeks beforehand. But, uh, I talked, I talked to Mick about two months ago and, um, you know he 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 likes doing loops. He he doesn't want to just do, you know, one a one off. And you know I said I don't, I don't I don't know what else to do. You know I I just do wrestling <laughs> shows, Mick. And there's not really anybody else that was around here that was probably going to uh, jump in on that fee. Yeah. So you know it didn't work out, but you know now he's got this whole this whole loop going this weekend. So. It worked out for us, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All's well that ends well. It works out well. Uh, also, shout out. I forgot to do this one. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to go back and look, but I, I don't think I have yet. Uh, shout out to our fan Denise White Oprah on Twitter. At uh, White Oprah twenty three. John Thorne, you've seen this these graphics, these really cool graphics that she makes. I think you shouted her out a couple weeks ago. Did I? Okay, I couldn't remember if I did or not, but she liked the tweet, and it was worth mentioning again because I don't. I think Eric Taylor shared his again recently, and made me think of it. I'm like, man, they just really are. They're super cool. Big fan of those. So whatever, she gets a second shout out. Uh, here's here's a fun one. Uh, shout out to uh, JFK, JFK Junior. Oh, come on. You see crazy, this? 
I saw it. <laughs> I don't know that we need, we need to discuss it. <laughs> we don't need to discuss it, but uh, I, I just wanted to shout him out. That's all I'm saying. Uh, important shout out here. Uh, shout out to two two of our guys, though. Big shout out for well wishes to Mance Warner and Dan Housen. Uh, those guys both suffering. Man, uh, what some, I, some what awful what awful luck though. Like, yeah, you know, I I I just didn't even know what to say to these guys really because like, man, like they essentially become free agents and then like the first weekend, you know what I mean? They get these <laughs> these crazy injuries. I don't know if Mance's has officially been put out there i know dan housen is a broken leg uh i mean just awful timing you know yeah. but um those guys are those guys are 100 percent guys that are going to bounce back and they're going to be fine when the dust settles and on all this um you know they've you know they're guys that did it they figured it out you know they scratched and clawed you know from the very bottom of you know both of those guys really were just guys that were coming to AIW to show face you know so i mean these guys have literally come from the bottom to being you know major independent attractions uh you, you, guys like that they don't forget how to do that uh, right. so i have full confidence that you know when they are are healthy they are gonna you know they're gonna land somewhere and if nothing else land <laughs> where exactly where they are with a ton of momentum on the independent circuit and you know making uh a decent amount of money it's you know they both have been doing very well you know throughout the pan even through mm-hmm. the pandemic they've both worked the you know tons and tons of shows uh continued to stay hot and relevant when uh, a lot of people did not so, I mean, that is just uh, a total bummer to see something like that, you know, especially on this, you know, week that was supposed to be kind of like a celebration, you know, a very exciting for both of those guys to kind of, you know, play the free agent market. And, uh, man, just so disappointing. Yeah. And Dan, Dan Housen did um, mention and announce today once a doctor, he does have to have surgery, and that's going to be happening um, this week at the end he of said the he's gonna, He said he needs a rod put in his leg. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, uh, today's modern science. It's not the same as uh, I don't know, ten, fifteen years ago. You hear about someone getting a rod put in, and it's like, oh, they're never going to be the same, and blah, blah blah. It's like that's that's not really the case um, today's day and age. There's so much more um, going on with that, and so much uh, more evolved in terms of the medical science. So. Yeah, all the best to those guys, for sure. A little special shout-out to them. Uh, am I, I think I'm, I might... That might be my shout-outs. Oh, you know what, John Thorne? I gotta do it. I gotta say it, because... The picture's out there. The photo has hit the internet. Shout-out to Arthur MacArthur. And... That's it's all I can really say right now. <laughs> Shout out to Arthur MacArthur. Arthur Elite Wrestling. Arthur Elite Wrestling. Uh, you know, there'll be more as that story unfolds, but you you've all developing. Story developing. It is, it is a story developing. Rapidly so, developing. 
It's a developing shout out, uh, but nonetheless, a shout out to Arthur MacArthur. Uh, good for him. Arthur That's- Elite Wrestling. Look for the graphic. <laughs> That's what it stands for. Arthur Elite Wrestling. Uh, you know what, though? While we're sitting here, uh, I, I will say uh, a shout out to Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson. Did you see that match? I did. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, it's it's very weird that wrestling is somewhat appointment viewing again as far as television wrestling. Mm-hmm. And on Friday night, I made sure that like I was home and available at 10 p.m. so I could just so I could watch that match. Uh, and uh, man, I I really liked it. I think that is a perfect example of what makes wrestling great and that it was just not clean enough to be great. If that makes sense, it was the, the, the styles clash really played well. <coughs> Sorry, Justin Summers is a cough. Uh, the styles clash really played well. Um, and that's what I love, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, there's something to be said about a great, smooth, technical wrestling match as well. But I I love when those two different styles get in there and they're able to work well off of their, their strengths and their weaknesses. And I just thought that it was just such a great, like, you don't see stuff like that on television anymore, you know, and... Mm. Uh, I, uh, I I talked to Kingston, you know, right afterwards, and uh, I told them, you know, I I thought it was great, uh, and I did. I I thought it was uh, just a, a great, just uh, showcase, not only for him, but uh, you know, just the story, and you know, really, just how they made this nothing kind of whatever match mean so much, just off of a couple little talking points in a, in a throwaway segment, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. bringing up, you know, how he, you know, doesn't work, you know, how he's his worst own worst enemy, which, you know, has been very, uh, heavily documented, documented yeah. uh, over the years. And, uh, you know, I just thought, it, I just thought it was great, you know, in a great showcase. And it, it's, it's so weird because that is a match that you'd see on an independent that, you know, would, be like a you know a cult classic match but th- that's it and it's crazy to see it in a sold out arena on national television you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like it's just interesting how things are changing rapidly as far as that goes uh and i i really like it yeah and I, I've, I've talked to eddie too and uh you know my biggest thing for him is when i watch that stuff and i look at it and when you know someone so well you just uh you know when they're having you know when they're having a good time doing something that they love like they're enjoying it and we talk and i made sure to you know tell them then i was like man i just did, i feel like you loved it did you love it and he said oh i loved it and you know and and i think that not that i want to speak for him but i i think that that already easily is one of his his favorites that he's had at least I'm sure within the last uh, a couple of years, but um, yeah, he's anyone for anyone wondering. Eddie Kingston's currently in a good place. He's a, he's a, he's a happy man right now, and he is enjoying his his time there. So that's always really great. Yeah, I just thought it was uh, you know 
it's just it, it it was a great you know not not only you know because of uh you know our relationship with eddie kingston and history with eddie kingston but mm-hmm. even if you didn't if, even if you don't know eddie kingston on any sort of personal level you know it is a great story to see you know him in that spot and oh yeah, yeah. you know standing toe to toe with a guy that has main evented wrestlemania before you know right. like that is uh you know, it's it's it, it's it's a great story, and it's one of those. That is what makes wrestling great is when it is not. And you know, I don't want to go on any sort of rant and um, you know offend <laughs> anybody, or you know, I know everyone has differing opinions, but that is what's great about you know pro wrestling writing itself, as opposed to writing pro wrestling. Is you know, Eddie Kingston needed to live that life for it to matter you know what i mean he needed to he needed those real life you know 20 plus years struggling on the independence for that to mean something and mm-hmm. it's just one of those stories that writes itself uh that i thought that i thought was great maybe you know n- maybe not even that many people are seeing it that way but uh for me uh i saw it that way and i just thought it was just you know that is a perfect example of when pro wrestling can be great, I mean, there it is. Yeah, yeah, well said. And uh, I, you know, you reminded me of one final shout out that I have to throw out there. Uh, the cough, the cough gave it away. But uh, shout out Justin Summers. Just uh, Justin Summers uh, tying the knot over the weekend. So he is a married man. Liz Sorry. and Randy. Liz and Randy. Sorry, ladies, he's off the market. No, no. Match justice. made in heaven. Match made in hell. Yeah, I got. I, sh- you- I got uh, a shout out. I got a shout out. All right, go ahead. Uh, shout out to Hornswoggle, who I haven't talked to in a while. Gave me a little afternoon FaceTime call today. Uh, <laughs> he seems to be doing well, adjusting well. You know, he had a surgery a few yeah months ago at this point. So. Uh, you know, I, he hasn't he hasn't alluded to if uh, he's going to do a comeback or not yet. But uh, uh, you know, he's he's you know what he's you know what he's doing. He's working on a comedy set. He's doing a stand up comedy show coming up, and he's trying to develop new material because he hasn't done one in forever. It's been you a know? long time. So, um, he's given that a shot again. So he was uh, telling me about all that, and um, you know, he's starting to you know ramp up things for his promotion in wisconsin uh so <laughs> you know that's uh you know shout out to swoggle yeah that's very exciting stuff good for him always good when uh when you can find something else going on and, and just make it work take a bad situation and make it good you know he's someone though i think where i mean you can comment on this folks in the discord um, have asked us about, well, during this time off because of injury, could you see Mance or Dan Housen? Could they come in just so they could sell merch? Would that help them financially? And, you know, we've talked about in there, like, ah, does it really help them financially? Does it, what are these benefits? What are the costs and all that stuff? Ornswoggle maybe is a guy who I could see once in a while, just uh, even if he decides he can't work anymore, just pop it in for the sake of popping oh in. Oh my god, he kept trying to get me to add him to hell on earth. I'm like, oh, I'm not adding you to hell on earth. You can't do anything. 
He's like, come on, come on, just buy me a flight, you know? And then he's got to go to WrestleCade the next day. He was doing this whole, he was giving me this whole pitch. And I was like, you can't even wrestle. Like, uh, that's a, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin is an expensive flight, brother. There's no directs. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, we're going to, we're going to reassess things, you know, but he's feeling good. He's been, you know, riding a bicycle a lot. So shout out to Swoggle. Um, uh, and for those that listen to this podcast that are uh, active in the uh, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Facebook group, as you all know, he's very active in that Facebook group. So uh, he's doing well. So shout out to shout out to Swoggle. All right. We good on your shout outs? Yeah, I have another shout out, but I'm going to save it because it's uh, a big, uh, big AW return. I locked down for December 18th, so. We'll leave it as a cliffhanger. All right. A cliffhanger till next week or the end of the episode? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Okay. Well, let's uh, get into this. I don't know what we're going to talk about, really, but uh, that's the beauty of this show. We don't always know. Freestyle. Um, Well, here's, you know, let's talk about this because we talked about Mance and and, and Dan Housen. Uh, and, And I thought the question was valid that was brought up in the discord and is an interesting thing about when guys do have injuries and you know today's day and age is a little bit easier for them it's a little bit easier it's never this is gonna all sound terrible there's no great way to word all this it's never a good time to have an injury right but do you think that the times aren't quite as tough now if you go down with an injury as opposed to I don't know, five, ten years ago because of social media, Patreon, things like that. I mean, it's certainly, of course, it's dependent upon who you are. Like Dan Housen does all sorts of interacting stuff. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's certainly way more outlets for wrestlers to make money now than ever. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, like someone like Dan Housen or Mance, like, are they going to want to travel X amount of hours either by plane or drive themselves to sell t-shirts when they can, they have all of these avenues in which they could sell t-shirts from their home or from a, you know, third party website. There's so many third party websites that, you know, like pro wrestling tees. And (coughs) I know Mance is uh, on another one that I can't think of off the top of my head. And, uh, you know, like there's Patreon, there's, you know, people just do, you know, donations and all these other things. Uh, there's just so many, there's a lot of avenues for people to make money and there are a lot of um, generous fans, you know. Uh, and the flip side of that, you know, I, I think it really depends on your notoriety, right? You know, mm-hmm. like we saw for go for broke, you know, we, we tried to do that model and there not a lot of guys received, you know, the, the fan sponsor or fan, you know, support throughout go for broke. So, you know what I mean? I think a lot of it really depends on location and your kind of uh, position within the industry. Um, so guys, guys like Dan Housen and Mance, I think certainly have, the reach to hopefully fans can support them and help supplement. Like, will they hit what they were making? Highly doubtful. 
you know, these are two of the top guys on the, you know, on the circuit available. But I think that they certainly, you know, have have the resources to to make some money now you know somebody else like uh let me i'm trying to think of somebody um that that isn't wouldn't be as fortunate and and is injured because you know those guys are kind of in you know they're in kind of a, a different a, a different category right like sure they're like at a different uh bracket or different tier i guess for lack of better terms right um you know so it's it's hard to kind of make that generalization like it's Mm -hmm. it's easier for everybody you know what i mean um it's just because everybody is a different a different situation so to speak you know like uh danhausen is one that i feel like yeah he is He's going to be okay. I mean, he knows how to utilize all of his, uh, you know, everything. But, like, uh, Riley Rose, for example, you know, like, I I don't know how much fan support he's received while he's been out injured. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, great example. Yeah. Yeah. um, You know, now he has access to all of those things, but, you know, he does not have the notoriety. So it's tougher for, you know, people like, like him that get injured. You know, there's not a lot of supplemental income coming in, you know, while he's on the shelf for, you know, since July. Yeah. Well, and I guess the danger in this now, for lack of better terms, but the like, quote unquote news cycle, right? And social media, everything moves so much quicker now that while there is this opportunity right. for guys to make money, we also have access, fans have access, uh, promotions have access to discovering so many more people so much quicker now. And uh, so it is it is a tough spot because now Dan, Dan Housen is extremely unique as his man's. That's, you know, that's a, a testament to everything that they've been doing. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where there is that risk of will they will they for, will they forget you in 2 weeks i mean let alone i, I always say like i always say like a, a a month in wrestling like i tell the i tell the students this a lot you know a month in wrestling is like a year in like a real person's life you know cuz like mm-hmm. The news cycle happens so much. There's so many shows. There's so many, um, you know, and that's why I tell a lot of them, you know, don't be concerned about that one big gif, you know, that one big move or that one big spot. Because sure. by tomorrow, there's going to be 15, 20, 30, 50, 60 more shows. And, you know, you multiply that by what, seven to 10 matches each. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, like, look at, you know, we're recording this on Tuesday. I mean, you're not even seeing gifts of like this exploding ring really anymore, you know, which is a spectacle. Like Matt Tremont gets caught on fire. Or he's in the hospital. He's caught on fire and you don't see that many people talking about it. And, you know, we're two days later, you know, like that's just how quick and that's no disrespect for to what they did. It's just, that's how quick news goes, you know, like, yeah. And then, you, you know, you're mixing in AEW news and WWE news and, and all this other stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, great points. And, and again, that's, that's a testament to a guy like Danhausen who has cultivated this personality um, that it's, it's hard to forget. And he's going to be able to continue to do things. I mean, he does stuff. He doesn't even need to have a wrestling match and everybody can talk about what Danhausen is doing. So he should be okay. Like you said, but uh, he also has cultivated this, this unique thing where, now, if somebody else started to do it while he's on the shelf for X amount of time, you immediately would point to that person and be like, all right, you're just trying to be Danhausen. You're not Danhausen. So, you know, there there's an advantage for him there, which, again, speaks to uh, the brilliance of everything that he's he's been he's been doing with them. Uh, yeah, those just just thoughts that I had. Just interesting to gain your perspective. A guy that's been around pro wrestling for it's, I mean, it's just, yeah. it, it is certainly a different, a different time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it is, uh, it's, it's such a, it, it's, it, it's such a different time, but I mean, the, the news cycle is a thing that, you know, is rarely discussed is, you know, uh, these guys are going to have to, you know, continue to remind everybody like, Hey, I'm hurt, you know, please support. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's tough too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, let's get into some of these these Discord questions. Uh, we'll get, I'm going to go to some that are rather relevant as we are here right now because uh, we've already talked about um, Hell on Earth and and what's going on with that a little bit. And Reese wanted oh, to know. What's, I, oh, I yeah. do have. Hold on, I do have some answers though from last week. Uh, there will be a bar available uh, during the event. I yes. know that was a concern. Um. And they did say that we would, you cover that, uh, we would be able to sell some concessions. So, you know, fingers crossed, Smoking Jays is showing up. Um, and I think that those were really the, the, the only two big things. There you go. I know the alcohol was a big, big one. Those were. This is a general um, hell on earth questioning. Uh what will we expect from a Hell on Earth venue in East Lake? Uh, which we've, we again, we just talked about there. So we've kind of given you guys the heads up. We've we've talked about seating. John covered that. First few rows, premium seating sold out. We're going to try to get more chairs. Those will be general admission. So that's what you can anticipate. Um, it sounds like at this moment you can probably anticipate standing room. You're welcome to bring seating, uh, and you'll have a bar. You'll have smoking jays. All of that is what you can do. But uh, Reese wants to know if, with uh, traditionally the Odeon having Black Friday shows, are we utilizing Hell on Earth to kind of indirectly test the waters of other venues and markets to promote shows in? Um, yes and no. It's it, it's really, <coughs> um, it's it's really uh about spacing, right? Like. Uh, it's really hard to find a big space in Cleveland. Um, so I had just, I started sending out cold emails during, during the height of the pandemic last summer because, you know, uh, they kept kind of moving the goalpost on like things reopening. So uh, at a certain point we figured at the very least like hell on earth could, will probably happen. 
and we'll need a big space. So I started hitting up, you know, all these places. Uh, I did contact the Brook Park Rec Center initially, uh, and, you know, they weren't doing rentals, but uh, also, you know, the whole thing that happened with the paying the police officers, you know, cash Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, like, uh, kind of like in the moment, uh, like that kind of set uh, sat bad with me, you know, I, I just wasn't a fan of that. Like if they would be willing to kind of drop that, I would certainly negotiate to go back. But, uh, you know, like I, I was looking for something with big space. Um, so this place, you know, a lot of these places don't even, don't even get back to you. You know what I mean? Like they aren't, you know, I, I talk about that and there's a lot of people that, you know, don't understand it, but they, a lot, a lot of these places kind of frown on pro wrestling, right? Like, I, you know, I know that yeah. you've certainly encountered it with, you know, trying to even deal with after parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 it's tough to even find a place that will entertain the idea, you know, and, um, for sports, they were interested, you know, and I, I I think it was because we were in the height of the pandemic when they were initially interested. They were interested in doing it last year in which they were going to allow us to do it last year, even, you know, when we were unsure of what the rules and regulations were. But I decided that, you know, let's kind of let's let's hold off, you know, because uh, really, you know, obviously optics, you know, were a big were a big factor. We didn't want to come out of the gate. You know what I mean? And right and do all this stuff and you know we we wanted to really you know as we've it's been well documented do things you know as right as possible uh so (laughs) i opted you know i I pulled out of the agreement last year and uh they said that's it's fine but please consider us you know if next year if you know things loosen up uh with with the pandemic and um so I went, you know, uh, I went, I ended up, you know, reaching out to them again. You know, we reached out to, to several other, you know, venues, obviously to no avail. And, uh, I just, you know, I decided like it, probably in the summertime, I think I locked this place down, uh, officially because, you know, you, you don't want to get into August and September and then you're trying to find this venue for black Friday. Um, so, you know, I, I pulled the trigger on it. Uh, so what to expect is it is gigantic. Um, it is bigger than the Brook Park Rec Center. So no matter, no matter what we draw, it's probably going to look bad, um, because it is just so much, so much space. It's like a, it's like an, like an airplane bunker almost, you know, it's just like a gigantic (laughs) sports facility. Like it's, it's huge. Um, so there's going to be tons of space, uh, So really, that's what you can expect is, you know, a lot of room to kind of spread out. Um, And, you know, hopefully we can pack it. Obviously, you know, we're probably going to have to figure out how to cut the room off and make a locker room and kind of similar to what we did in Brook Park. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, other than that, you know, it it, and I think, you know, we all will probably have to go out there and do a little walkthrough. But um, it's going to be a big, wide open space, honestly. Um, you know, one of the, all right. So one of the other questions here, uh, going with double J being booked, 
I suppose the thought is that uh, maybe we're working these deals through uh, Conrad and in those shows, but but so any chance of anybody else uh, involved those kinds of things? Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, uh, Anderson Bischoff, Kurt Angle, any of these guys coming in uh, to AIW? I mean, I can at least answer for you and say that this has nothing to do with all of those. This has to do yeah, with there's no <laughs> we once had uh, Double J here. Right. There's no kind of crossover because of that, but um, obviously all those guys are considered, right? I mean, they're yeah. all, you know, legends that will appeal. And, you know, I, I know we've talked about this with, you know, the Matt Cardona stuff and, you know, other people that we've booked in the past is we're always trying to draw in the outside fan some way or another, you know, Mm. like, so you gotta, you you really gotta look and and see, you know, who do you think would do that? Like, obviously all of those names do that, right. That, that were just mentioned, you know, or else they wouldn't have these hugely successful podcasts. I mean, they all have audiences. Um, but uh, no, Conrad didn't have anything to, to do with this deal. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it from, you know, like uh, moneyballing things like, okay, you know, we have Matt Cardona and, you know, he has that avenue of bringing eyes to, to AIW. Now, Jeff Jarrett is going to bring, you know, his set of eyes to, to AIW. You know, his podcast, you know, socials are are already promoting the event, you know, and it's it was – put up you know a half hour ago so you know i'm just kind of looking at it from marketing and reach for for aiw you know i i keep saying it i want to get back to that 2019 form uh so you know i'm i'm doing things that i think are going to do it and you know i'm taking some financial risks obviously you know we have four pretty big attractions announced so far for 1126 and that doesn't even count any of the matches mm-hmm. uh and that is you know it's it it takes money to make money right so you know yeah. I'm, I'm throwing I'm, I'm throwing down and you know i'm hoping that it pays off you know we've we've had uh you know uh varying levels of support since we've come back and uh you know now it's it's not fucking around time. Like it's, it's time to go. So, you know, talk about it or be about it. Right. Like that's, that's let's, right. Let's be about it. Um, moron in terms of, um, not moron, but additional, uh, different venues. And we have talked about this in the discord and we could talk, we've talked about it here. You know, we, we, you, Dom, um, have been really working to put together a 2022 schedule uh, just so that we can have things locked down and try to, like you just said, uh, finish being finished talking about it and starting to be about it. And we can really start to put plans in place and it's easier to do when you've got an entire schedule laid out. So, um, you know, one of the questions is uh, with this schedule, are we going to try to strictly be Cleveland based or because of some of the success? And this also has to do with uh, a post you put up on Facebook today asking people about returning to Akron. Um, would you consider a 50 50 split between Cleveland and Akron? Um, I don't know about 50 50, but I def- definitely more and definitely 
there's discussions about moving the marquee events of the Tadmore Shrine in 2022. We're talking, you know, Gauntlet returning, maybe Absolution, um, you know, maybe uh, the Rap Show. You know, uh, we we have some dates. We have some dates locked down. Well, we. <laughs> I, I get a lot of money. We have we have dates um, that we have requested in mm-hmm. Akron, right? And we have dates that we've requested at the Odeon, and we also have dates that are confirmed at the Winchester. So, um, right now, you know, we're working with those three base venues that we have relationships with. Um, I certainly want to do more in Akron. I certainly think maybe trying some of the marquee events in Akron could could help build it up as well. You know, we're always going to be Cleveland-based no matter what. Um, you know, that's just – that's where we're at. You know what I mean? That's where a lot of the yeah. guys are from. Um, but uh, there's a lot of potential in Akron as well um, and maybe beyond in 2022. I don't know. You know, I, I – I don't really want to travel all that much, but I'm willing to travel, you know, to different places in Ohio. Um, You know, there's been talks of going to Columbus in 2022, uh, as well as uh, returning to Youngstown, which we haven't done since like, I don't know, probably like 2007. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of balls, you know, in different courts so to speak, but um, I don't know about splitting, but definitely I want to add more and I want to kind of throw some gasoline on the fire as far as Akron is concerned and the Winchester for that matter. You know, I, I, there's a lot of potential to do different things at the Winchester in 2022 and, you know, get our guys reps in that don't get a lot of reps in. You know, we have so many mm-hmm. people coming out of the school and so many people that have done these new talent initiatives and there's just not enough space on the shows to, to feature them. But, um, there is a kind of a plan to, you know, I don't want to say developmental because that makes it sound less than, but uh, there is a plan to utilize the Winchester to showcase, you know, different talents, uh, going forward and, you know, give people those opportunities to develop because, you know, who knows what's going to happen? You know, the, there's a wild yeah. free agent market right now. And I know people are going to want to see some of those people on the IW. And w- when you book them, that's, you know, one less spot for somebody else, you know, s- somebody, you know, locally. So, you know, I- I'm I'm doing my best to, to try to balance and, <laughs> you know, bring different talents in uh, as well as give, you know, our our guys and girls from the school more reps uh in front of fans as well um and i think the winchester is the best place to do that yeah you brought up the free agent market we'll get to that in a minute because i think i kind of want to end this whole thing because it's, it's going to take a big chunk of i'm sure what we talk about but stacy silver's dropped in a, a question here in the in the discord uh, i want to ask real quick um, based on the Suzuki run that just took place in the U.S., um, is there any talent, any Japanese talent you'd be interested in uh, if they did something similar? And also, he was wondering if we had any sort of update on uh, Kikutaro. Um, 
Yeah, you know, it's always that. It, like when you see that stuff, it's kind of like you know, you get FOMO, right? Like you want to get in on it, and you know, I was trying to get in on it and i was trying you know i'm trying to make those inroads with you know the new japan office or you know uh, and trying to get you know on that list of promotions that is you know available when they do these extended excursions um so i am interested but i do think it really depends on the talent that's available you know um uh in the price and there's there's a lot of factors i mean obviously you know you would want you, like we tried for Suzuki. Um, it just didn't it didn't map out with our schedule. Uh, so you know it just depends on who's available and um, you know it, it's kind of that's kind of like a you know it, it's a hard that's a hard question to directly answer. You know I can't say that there's any one specific. Um, because you don't know you, you don't know who's going to be available and who's going to be over here for whatever reason um so yeah i mean the the short vague answer is yes uh absolutely interested uh as far as kikutara i have not really heard from him i'm pretty sure that he lost his visa so i think he was deported um I don't know that much about it. You know, I had his American phone number, um, which I got no nowhere with when I tried to reach out when all that was going on. So um, I'm not sure, you know, but he was very valuable in helping, you know, helping the, you know, the, the translation of, of all that stuff when, you know, dealing with the different offices and, and different talents and things like that. So, um, you know, and I'm not just, I'm not just specifically interested in New Japan, you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's all sorts of, you know, great talent in Japan, um, but it has to make sense. All right, so we, we brought up the, uh, you mentioned free agents, uh, and free agent market, and it has been in the news, is talk about Ring of Honor and, and letting people... Um, go letting contracts expire a little bit more than just expire if, if folks who have caught up on the news uh, most of it is basically a lot of talent is free at the end of the year but there are some people whose contracts uh, extend for another few months and they'll be good to go afterwards but immediately everybody can start working any independence uh, there's no exclusive deal uh, any longer for folks so uh, I guess everybody appreciates your thoughts on these things, John Thorne. Any any thought about what has happened and transpired there? Um, you know, I mean, I, I it was inevitable that I think you know, and I know that that's not a popular answer, but I mean, AEW drastically has shifted the marketplace, you know, in the last two to three years. Um to where Ring of Honor was paying some very high salaries and some really healthy salaries to a lot of people. Um, and I, th there's a lot of, you know, Twitter had lots of opinions on it, but you know, I, you, when was the last time that you spent money on Ring of Honor? I think that is the big, 
you know, that's that's the big that's the big question that needs to be answered for everybody that was upset. I mean, it's you know, they're this they're owned by this gigantic, you know, corporation, but you know, from what I understand that corporation made some made some poor decisions. Uh and when they start, you know, looking at the books, you know, there's probably millions of dollars that are being, you know, spent in on ring of honor i mean you know i'm not putting some of these numbers out there but there are some very healthy contracts uh that i'm aware of that some that they were making one thing that's interesting in terms of the finances um and this is pure speculation i'm gonna throw this out there but for all this talk um when aew was first coming about and people saying oh, WWE should be threatened by them and, and this and that. Did Ring of Honor jump the gun at that point in time? And it almost feels like they felt threatened and were throwing around money that they didn't necessarily uh, have because they didn't want to lose people. They had Well, that's a, they had it, okay? Like, I'll say okay. that. They had it at that time. I mean, let's not forget they did sell out Madison Square Garden or, yeah. or come close. Um. But when all the elite left, you know what I mean? Obviously, a lot of fanfare left with them. Um, but <laughs> Ring of Honor, I was always told, was kind of like uh, a like filler content for all their stations, right? Like all the Sinclair mm-hmm. stations. Like it was cheaper to spend X amount on Ring of Honor than it was to you know, buy syndication rights to fill time, you know, for, you know, buy like Seinfeld syndication or something. That is the way that I under, I understood ring of honors business model essentially. Right. But uh, we forget that kind of NX, the NXT, you know, everyone just focuses on the NXT AEW Wednesday night war, but Really, NXT started their shift in business model to compete with Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor was, you know, they had a lot of hype when they had, yeah. you know, the Young Bucks and uh, Cody and, you know, s- several others, you know, and, you know, they're selling out, you know, the Hammerstein Ballroom and booking Madison Square Garden and, you know, um, <coughs> a lot of a lot of that really started as NXT or WWE versus Ring of Honor. So, you know, Ring of Honor was throwing around money to try to keep people. And uh, then when AEW started up, they were still trying to, you know, keep talent, you know. And obviously, you know, when AEW is there, that's a, that's a third offer essentially on the table, you know, for a lot of these talents. So... You know, a lot of people did remain loyal to Ring of Honor and, and stayed there, and they probably got paid very well. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it was bound to happen, I think. You know, and uh, you just they, I'm sure they're you know they say that they're going to come back, and they're going to. There's been a lot of like misrepresented reporting going on, like uh, the tape library is not for sale all that stuff was debunked um i think they're just kind of reevaluating, and uh, probably much like what wwe is doing you know like 
WWE's cutting a lot of people, getting a lot of money off the books, probably, and then seeing what happens when the dust settles. Now, you, you know, like, it, not all of these free agents are going to land somewhere. So, you know, much sure. like much like any sport, right? Like, when there's a massive, you know, uh, free agent market, it's, you know, not everybody gets the big offer. Yeah. So I think that there's a lot of let's kind of let them, you know, let people play the market and see what happens. And maybe people will still be available, you know, when we can come around, you know, with an offer that makes more sense for where we're at financially. That's just, and that's my speculation. I have no other, you know, inside knowledge to to any of it, but that is my speculation on what WWE and Ring of Honor is doing is just cutting, you know, cutting money off the books and then hoping some people are still available for for less money, you know? I mean, it's it sounds dirty or whatever, but that's, you know, that's well, business. Like these are these are businesses. Yeah, it, it sounds dirty, but also to their credit, I think one way that you can look at it is that you know, they sat around and paid a lot of people when things were shut down. Both com- I mean, both companies anything. did. I mean, both they companies did, yeah. paid, but, paid. Well, but I think about somebody like Session Moth, right? They signed her to a deal and suddenly like you can't even get her over here. And but they continue to pay her. You know, she's on record saying that and and that's that she's just one example. This has happened to a lot of people and Ring of Honor makes it sound like I don't know, maybe they can't continue like your your point they can't just continuously shell out all this money without making all the money back and a quick way to do it is to see who gets taken up see what you're left with but i also think that that is a um it's a service to those people like it's it's a positive thing because all right we've sat here these people are in contracts we kept paying them they couldn't go anywhere but we also couldn't use them but hey, now you could potentially go make tons of money. So we're not holding you back from that anymore. Go get paid more money if you can get paid. More I just money. think that yeah, I just think that there is a you know a, a AEW shifted the marketplace. You know, mm-hmm. and bo- like everybody, you know, even independents, we all have to reevaluate how we do business now. You know, and who is going to be available and you know there's all these different things that are even changing for us right so naturally that's going to change when there are you know millions of dollars at at stake too and there's this you know drive this you know driving new force you know that's a that's a major player you know uh, they're those companies are going to have to adjust too and there's going to be a shift and things are going to get you know get shooken up a little bit um and I think that's just we're we're seeing that now, you know. And maybe it would have happened faster if the pandemic didn't happen. Um, but you know, it's it it's tough. You know, it's 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 a tough situation. But you know, you'll you'll see a lot of people land on their feet, and some people won't. You know, and yeah, I mean that sucks to say, but you know that's just kind of that's just how how it is you know that it's it's not everybody can't win everybody can't make a a ton of money that's just not how it goes you know like um (laughs) 
you know, I've been involved in wrestling for like 20 years. I ain't making no fucking money. <laughs> you know, like that's just the way it goes. That's just yeah. the way it goes. You know, like that's the way it shakes out. Uh, but, well, I you know, I, I think if there's the people that you're a fan of, if you're a fan of anybody, like, those people are probably going to land on their feet. Uh, it's not asked in the Discord, but I know it's coming. Anybody from this Ring of Honor uh, release or, or ending of exclusive contracts that you've got your eyes on that it would be nice to bring to AIW or maybe bring back to AIW? Uh, I mean, we'll see. You know, I haven't really talked to anybody. Obviously, PCO kind of got a jump on, on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> by taking dates sooner than all this. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, like that's another thing. It's like, where are these fees going to be at? You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that going on, you know, like I can say from reaching out to recent NXT releases, like some of the fees and the expectations of, of, of talents are very unrealistic if they think that they're going to work every single weekend and maintain a career um yeah you know some of like some of the responses i've gotten i i am downright offended by honestly um <laughs> and i'll just leave it at that i have not really spoken to anybody from you know the ring of honor end of things um <coughs> you know I, I spoke to session moth briefly um and just said if you know if she books some sort of american loop uh to let me know um and uh that's that's really it you know i've i've reached out to some people and, and no reply as of yet um but there's not a lot of people coming out of you know ring of honor that i would be super that i'm super interested in to be honest um you know obviously you know hot sauce if he's available um and, uh, you know, I spoke to Flamita briefly. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I don't really know, you know, uh, maybe it would be cool to bring Bandito or Roosh to Cleveland, but who knows, you know, those guys are going to be highly sought after, you know, those are the guys that are going to land somewhere first, I'm sure. Sure. Um, so you never know. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we're open for business. Uh, but it, it all depends, you know. There's there's a lot of things you got to compete with at, at this level too, you know. Like, yeah, there's a lot of independents that are, are are back up and running, you know. Like uh, GCW, it seems like they have a show every fucking day. So you know, there's like you have to compete with that, and then all you know, all the other kind of anchor independents, you know, in every city, America, you, you know, like there's a lot of competition right now. Uh, to get some of these guys on on dates. Sure. All right, let's end this with a couple of fun questions uh, that were thrown in there. Um, any any interest in AIW trading cards? Yeah. Uh, Dominic Greeny was supposed to look into this about a year and a half ago. <laughs> I'm still waiting for an answer. <laughs> okay. um, somebody reached out to us like to do a licensing thing, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? And obviously there's a lot of red tape there. Um, you know, you have to kind of get the rights from the photographer and the talent and all this other stuff. And, you mm -hmm. know, how much can you really charge for, you know, a pack of cards? 
So right, it's right. like, you know, like, uh, I don't, I, I would love, I would love to have them. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know how to make them myself. And, uh, so if anybody does that listens and you want to do some, you want to work something out, let me know. But, uh, I would like, I would certainly like them, you know? All right. Uh, who would, uh, who, who would AIW have to book for us to run the CSU formerly convocation center, the Wolstein center? I think that's a good one. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan. I mean, I, I don't I mean, know. That place seats, I think, Hulk 10, Hogan couldn't even. I mean, when Hulk Hogan was TNA, you couldn't even sell that out. I mean, I don't know who could sell that out. You know, like AEW didn't sell that out. AEW did not sell it out, no, yeah. Uh, that was, you know, that was early on when they were starting off. Maybe they sell it out now, but uh, they certainly did not sell it out immediately then. So, yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I don't even think like, I don't even think we could sell out the Nautical Pavilion. I was gonna know? say that's we constantly think about that. Who who do we need for that? So, oof, things to ponder, goals to shoot for. I mean, we need you know, not trying to complain, but we need a, a more consistent fan base, right? You know, like to to. to uh, justify growth right so like we can't you know yeah we got to sell the odeon out before we can you know sell out the nautica pavilion you know like yeah <laughs> and uh then you know the wolstein center is even bigger than that you know it, i looked right. into the canton civic center because that's a little smaller but man like these places cost so much money like it's insane because um the one guy um that's he you know he set us up with uh when Rhett Titus was was around <coughs> JSWO um he said to reach out to the Canton Civic Center cuz they've hosted the indies there a bunch of times especially in the early 2000s and whew, man when they hit me with all those terms and conditions and the money involved I was like whoa like we were we were definitely in a nice used car range. I'll say that uh, it was uh, it was it was, some, it was shocking. So I don't know how any of those independents ever ran there. I mean, maybe it was used to be way cheaper, but yeah, it was it was no joke. And you know, a lot then a lot of these places are union, and you know you have to pay all of those union fees, and it's it adds up real quick. Uh, all right. Last question. Um, I think I've given it enough time, but, uh, have you confirmed the AIW return booking for December? What do you mean? Oh yeah. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. Well, more on that next time, folks. I'm not going to say it yet though. (laughs) All right. It's more impactful when you just hit the when you just hit the graphic out there. Okay. You guys are gonna have to stay tuned. Stay tuned. Date is December eighteenth uh, though. Mark your calendars. Wu Tang Clan's the night before. Make it a weekend. Wu Tang Clan, will they be at the Odeon? They're at the Agora. Wow, yeah. Too big for the Odeon. Much too need a little bit more people there. What a sweet weekend in Cleveland though. Um uh, 
All right, we'll wrap it up. I'm just going to say this. Ed Baddis is trying to be a bully and pick on somebody in the Discord. Not be cool. Be a star, Ed. Be a star. Yeah. I threatened to uh, smash your camera the next time I see it, Ed, but you don't bring it to the shows anymore. Well, he's protesting. I know. I was just being a bully to his being a bully. You guys are just, people get so contentious in that Discord, man. They do. They I mean, really do. They really do. Text, just, is, a, text is text is very. Uh, I, I think text like you can't. I think the problem is is like you can't detect sarcasm in a like when you're reading. You know, yeah. so like everything is interpreted differently. Uh, and man, it gets it gets contentious in there. Um, it does. It does. And then sometimes people think that something is sarcastic, and somebody's just trying to genuinely get an answer. Like, no, just curious. <laughs> like, come on. I'll say this. Uh, I am getting ready to revamp the Patreon a little bit. I have some content that will be dropping on there. Uh, I know that it's been lacking. We've said it a million times. Uh, but I have stuff. It's going up this month. I have uh, multiple podcasts. I have new AIW Academy presentation skills. Um, we have uh, the four North Canton festival shows. Uh, that uh, myself and Wadsworth are going to drop some commentary tracks on. Uh, so a lot of stuff coming to Patreon. Uh, I am going to probably revamp the tiers a little bit um, because, you know, some stuff is just, it's it's too hard to keep up with, you know? like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is on the docket. We probably have to have a little... Uh, brainstorm session with uh, various artists maybe this week to kind of lock down you know a, a plan with the patreon but um hey i i see the numbers going down so uh it's time it's time for me to to buckle down and get serious with it and get get some things back back rolling and uh creating content again um so yeah, that's uh, that's a big thing. So subscribe to the Patreon this month. You will be seeing uh, a decent amount of content coming. Sounds like uh, somebody needs to buy five bottles of champagne at a Winchester brunch again, huh? Uh, get those or, brain cells uh, flowing for everybody. Get the uh, get the brains going. Maybe a little Friday night out. I don't know. Thursday night. <laughs> Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. And uh, stay tuned on the lookout. Listen, we dropped it. There's a there's a big AIW return coming December 18th. Uh, on top of everything that's happening on Hell on Earth, you still don't even know the card for Hell on Earth yet. Uh, so if you want to know all of that, make sure you follow at AI Wrestling on all of the social media. John Thorne, anything else? Buy those Hell on Earth tickets. They're flying, actually, tonight. Yeah. After this Jeff Jarrett announcement. There you just go. Gotta, just got to... Hundred and hundred and thirty dollar order. Nice. There you shout go. Out, shout out to Teresa for that big order. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Uh, so buy those tickets up, and uh, I'll see some of you this weekend potentially Sunday at McFoley at Hilarities. And uh, you know, if you want some laughs, buy some tickets to the Cleveland Comedy Festival next week, uh, including Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, November thirteenth. Uh, we might be adding somebody to that show. I might be able to say that on Wednesday. So, big thing there. Uh, but all sorts of other fun tickets. That's November 10th to the 13th at the Odeon. 
and a smaller state space right next to the Odeon. ClevelandComedyFestival.com. Uh, for AIW owner John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change.